0: Welcome back to United Planet Radio. I'm your host, Charlie Leitner. With me today is Arnoux Carlery. Uh, Arnoux is a man who wears many hats. Filmmaker, entrepreneur, public speaker, comedian. And he began two annual events, Stand Up for Passion and Happy ha- Hacking Days. He recently published Mr. Happiness, a book that combines food and happiness recipes. Welcome. Welcome. Thank you very much. Uh, how are things? Glad to be on the show. Yeah, we're glad to have you. Things are great. Uh, things are great. I'm on uh,
1: you know, the next adventure of my life. I'm taking care of my 9 months old baby. Uh, every trip I've done around the world seems easy compared
0: to this. Wow, congratulations. That's got to be pretty exciting.
2: <laughs> Cheers.
0: Cheers. Um, can you give me a little insight on your background and kind of how you got to where sure. you are? I was doing a little bit of research, sure. but you've done a lot of a lot of stuff.
1: Sure. So my my uh, you know as my accent uh, at best uh, I'm both on French and uh, my accent I guess will never leave me. But when I was 16 years old, I wanted to just get out, get out of France, see the world, see what's out there. You know, i was always uh, hungry for for difference for. What's not around the corner for what's different. Um, so I, I got involved with traveling and being overseas first time I was 16 for one year as a high school exchange student uh, in USA, Georgia, of all places, Fleet Georgia, Georgia. And then when I was 19, I spent a year in Japan. And uh, basically, that's what I've been doing for the last 30 years. Been. I've been working in 30 different countries. Uh, I spent most of my uh, outside time of France in the US, 15 years in Japan, four years, three years in China, six months in South Africa, and then just, just working all over the, the, the Middle East, uh, South America, Asia, Europe, there's just a few places in the world I've I've not been really. So yeah, I've been interested in just travelling and see uh, basically, you know, what is it I can discover about myself every time I'm on a new adventure. So for this for this I changed job just so I can pay for my travel. So I, I really got into different jobs so 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 the opportunity was there
0: for Live with different people than, uh, than than what I used to. Wow, that's amazing! And uh, uh, you, and and you, what's your overall inspiration for for I, I guess what drives you uh, on a daily basis?
1: Right, I mean, what drives me is this: is just different stories, different people. This is why you mentioned I created this event called Stand Up for Passion. We've done uh, 25 events, next one is at Google uh, in New York City, but we've been in uh, this event in uh, Canada, Morocco, Nepal, Kathmandu, Japan twice, we'll be in Sao Paulo soon, Aruba, Colombia again, uh, Bordeaux, Paris, and France, Hong Kong. So what's, what's really exciting and it's just a different story. Like what's behind the mask of people, you know, who are they? when they are not on Facebook, on LinkedIn, or, you know, on stage, on a, micro- on a microphone, or just uh, on a job really, you know. So while they in their real life, with their family, with their friends, with their normal tradition, I mean, it's really, you know, uh, the, the term in French is voyager. That's why I am, you know, I am a, a traveler. I'm always excited by the next country. Mm -hmm. Right now, I mean, I can't wait to go to to Brazil because I've never been, Um, and I just want to experience for me what, you know, the warmth people tell me about the Brazilian people. And then I can't wait to spend three months, whenever that happens, three months in Mongolia uh, with my kid, my wife, living under a yacht. That's something I also want to do. So it's really, it's always the next adventure, the next people I'm going to meet, the next, uh, uh, you know, the next I'm gonna get. Of course I don't become Japanese when I go to Japan or I don't become Chinese when I'm in China or or American when I'm in the U.S. But a part of me dies every time. Like a part of me dies and and there's a new part being born every single time. Like every single country brings me something else that I didn't see before. Uh, We can talk about voluntary because it's also, something I've done. This is why I love what you guys are about. Um, actually volunteering. I've done in a few places, including in a tribe in uh, in the Amazon. That was that was that was amazing in a, on the uh, Amazon from the Ecuador jungle.
2: Mm-hmm. But um, first time I did volunteer, I, think I was in Tanzania, 2011, and I spent a month basically being a storyteller coach. And for me there was just a way to to to, to go there.
0: And and are, what do you what exactly are you gonna be doing in Brazil?
1: Brazil we're going to do our uh, I think what is it? Our twenty fourth standard profession event. Oh wow. Uh, event wow. about storytelling, right? That's how I connect to your CEOs. i So I take seven people, Uh, in Brazil it's going to be seven different women, amazing story each of them,
2: Um, how they transform and what I do I come a week before and I work on everyone's story every single night. So the story is ready when they come on the stage and my goal is to show to people in in the audience how they find purpose in their life how they became the person they are.
1: So, um, and, and it's, it's the best way, of course, to, to learn about a, a country. It's the best way to accelerate my learning. When I go to the place, I go to North sea, and I have a team, a local team, that captures me seven amazing local stories, uh, and my goal is to coach them. So it's, uh, it's amazing, it's entertaining, it's not boring, it's fast, Uh, It's sexy, you know, it's really, I I like to say, sexy for stories, because we can, you know, some people are so against, you know, hearing one more story, one more tweet, but you should make it entertaining, with joy, with joy,
0: with joy, with joy, with with, uh, inspiration. Hello? Yep, I'm still here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, So yeah, this is what I'm going to do. So we're going to coach seven women who are going to inspire uh, an audience of 200 people in South Paulo. Wow. Um, you... and, and we film everything. So we have a channel called YouTube.com uh, slash stand-up formation. Every talk is filmed. Oh, wow. Um, you, 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 you just spoke about purpose. Um, and it, I'm just wondering... How do, how, how do you uh, promote, how does someone find uh, purpose if they're, you know, whether it be they're a little lost or they think they've had it but they're not too sure what that is?
2: Right. So,
1: uh, purpose for me is, is the key. I mean, uh, one thing before I go in deeper into what is purpose, first of all, purpose can change. can change after, after five years, after ten years. It doesn't have to be... You know, cement. It doesn't have to be a rock solid. But uh, for me, purpose is it's a it's a destination. You know, it's a direction. It's something that moves you. And the only way I know of finding your purpose, it's only by experimentation, by trying, by doing different things, by meeting different people. Um, I know so many people even in New York when they, you know, they're waiting for that day, that inspiration. When, it's going to come and the purpose will come to them, right? Uh, the light will come to them. When it, it happened, I think, for some people, for sure. We look at the stories, some people just got to put us out of nowhere. But from 99% of us, it's only going to come by by failure, by trying and succeeding and failing again, and trying and succeeding and failing again. And then one day i say, oh my God, this is my purpose. That's what I'm really good at. I'm trying everything, but this thing sticks. It's just for me a story. Right. Um, I really know, I know how to find a good
2: story, and I know how to cast someone, and I know how to coach someone. That became my purpose. I didn't choose. I didn't choose. I'm going to be a storyteller, coach, and, and hunt story down. No, it just it just happened.
0: Um, and how do you juggle all these hats that you wear? Do you ever find that it's difficult to do that sometimes? Well, uh, I'm going to surprise
1: you, but the hat I wear now is actually very similar. I mean, um, so I mostly do four things. i am i am am I'm a, I'm a four things. I'm a writer, speaker, trainer, and coach facilitator for happiness at work. So what I do in the corporation. Uh, corporate America, and then 50% of my time is producing this event called Startup for Passion. But all those things, it's always the same. thing. And I'm always talking about purpose, joy, and inspiration. And I'm always using examples, samples, stories, things that happen to me or other people. So, really what I do now is, you know, I call myself an inspirational agency. That's what I run. It's very um, it's not it's not too different from one to another uh, keep in mind that prior to that i used to be tech and an entrepreneur and just a volunteer in Africa and i was an actor or comedian only at the time but those days for the last five years i'm mostly a, an inspirational guy either through, through the stories i tell in public or through the stories of people i find and i have to go on stage themselves or in corporation, and what I do in corporation is the same thing. Is that I let every employee talk about
0: his or her deep story, something that defines him, that defines the And what advice do you have for younger generations? I'm very excited. I'm very excited, first of all, for for what's coming to them. I mean really no matter where you look at I mean I'm not you know I was in tech but I'm not an engineer by trade but uh, my next event in Google is going to be on artificial intelligence and purpose actually I'm taking
1: seven uh, AI guy and women to talk on how they find purpose on AI for instance right that's if you want to go to tech but if you want to go to volunteer it's easier than ever in this world now to go through an organization like you and then maybe to spend the next twenty years just helping people in Southeast Asia, in Africa, in South America—it's easier than ever. They'll do everything. They'll help us. It was much more difficult twenty years ago. Um, so whether you want to be a volunteer, want to be in tech, you want to change life like I did many times—it's—it's it's going to be accepted. I mean, twenty years ago, when I finished my studies and I—I uh, decided pretty much to do what I do now, which is. I told myself, I'm going to experiment the world. I'm going to experiment myself, change lives, see what I'm made of, see what I'm good at, what, what, I'm, what I, I suck at, basically. And that's what I did. But 20 years ago, I looked like some guy out of space, right? For people around
2: me. Now, it's it's a common practice. Everyone wants to go after their the
1: dream, their passion, the purpose. And so the only thing I see that in, in the, the young generation is... Because it's so, um, because everyone is okay with finding a purpose and passion, enjoy joy. So some people actually worry, am I going to find my purpose and passion? And that's, that's where, you know, many people like me come, uh, come in envy and I say, just don't worry, just try, whatever you're passionate are, work hard. I mean, that's the only thing I can, I can, uh, I can, I can, I can, uh, inspire on them is just choose one thing, work out, see if it works. You're going to change, but it's going to be expected of you to change maybe 40 time career, right? I mean, my generation it's changed four times, I think, on average. And many guys or women, I know my age, they never change. They have the same job or same company since they left school. Uh, that's going to be the last generation doing that, right? my generation, the 40 years old. Uh, but now, you now it's a crazy time. You can just basically go and try and, and also it, there's not this, you know, crazy consumer society where it's all it's all about owning an apartment and a car and, and uh, I really love the share economy, you know. Uh, I know lots of young engineers, they just you know, they live between different countries and they Airbnb and they spend three months in Bali working from their laptop but, uh, on the rooftop somewhere, and then they go to, you know, I don't know, Czechoslovakia, to Slovenia, and, and, and be a volunteer for a month and change life. There is a, there's a word we use in France, which is actually an English word uh, to describe this young generation, which is slasher. You know, you
0: are this slash this slash this, and the computer slash volunteer slash DJ. I don't know. Is that slasher as in as in slasher film? Is that slasher as in slasher film? Yeah.
1: Okay. Slasher film, yeah. Gotcha,
0: gotcha, gotcha. Uh, and I love it. So I'm very for me it's the only advice is just go
1: and just don't worry. Don't try to think where you're gonna be when you're forty. It, it, I mean a lot of studies say, you know, fifty some studies say seventy five percent of the job in 10, 15 years from now don't exist, right? So how can you choose now something that does not exist? We don't know what the world will be better in 15 years from now. With What we know, it's easier than ever to you know, find a guy on LinkedIn and connect and get a Skype and find a job at the end of the world. I mean, my generation, when I, uh, I worked in 30 countries, but I worked my ass off. I mean, it was crazy. When I wanted to work in Hong Kong, uh, I had to buy a fax machine like right, 25 years ago to fax hundreds of resumes to Hong Kong to find a job. And, I mean, it would cost me money to fax them, and then I got nowhere. So I had to have a summer job. I flew to Hong Kong, and what I did is I I uh, went building through building with my resume in my pocket, right? And I was just Ringing doors after doors, and I met people that are working in Hong Kong, and it was amazing for six months. But my god, the amount of work I did—it's it, so easy now. When I have uh, some 22, 25 years old, tell me, oh my god, I sent two hundred LinkedIn, like and <laughs> no one answered me. I'm like, this is so easy that you do it from your home. Yeah. You don't have to take a plane
0: to meet those people. Yeah. Uh, so I'm so excited for you know, for your generation, I mean, it's going to be... And, and, and also that you can be both in the
1: mindfulness space, in the art space, and in the tech space. I mean, my, my kid was nine months old. I want him to be an artist, right? And make sure he does some sort of art. I don't care what, sculpture, drawing, painting, acting, stand-up comedy, you name it. And then I want him to do it in tech, right? I want him to do some coding, to the basis when he's three, four, five years old. And then I want him to to be an adventurer as well. I can't wait to take
2: him to tribes and uh, you know, so he has a complete uh, view of the world
1: by the time he's eighteen. You know, I had to I had to. it was super hard for me. I left home when I was sixteen, but I had no idea how the world functioned. I want him to know how the world functioned by the time he's 16, 18. and adaptable. So the key thing we know that the key metrics for this coming world is just.
0: How to learn to learn, learn to be flexible, learn to be adaptable. Mm-hmm. And is this advice? Uh, would you give the same advice to the older generations? Um, it's a bit different. Uh,
1: my, actually, my wife tells me all the time I need to write a, a book for you know the, the people over 45, forty-five, fifty, because for them it's uh, the stuff. It's not been brought up for many of them to this change mindset and this is why many of them they're really scared to death when they shoot 25 people coming their company they're going to steal their job but the the, the fact is they know more than them about uh tech social media how to be adaptable so uh no for for that generation i I, for me it's just learn learn the basic of social networking you know learn the basic of tech and, and understand this is a new world for them, it's just what, what I, you know, uh, it's about learning, about mindset change, about uh, that's the key thing for this generation, right? For, for the young generation, just go and do it. For the old generation, it's just to take a step back, look at what you've been good doing in your life, and like, okay, maybe time to change, and maybe I'm not gonna make as much money, maybe it's just, but what it did it? I will try it on a single chance. The world is changing. Maybe I'm a forty-five years old and I want to do a volunteer. I mean I, I found that amazing when those uh, the, the people they try for the first time and and they're like, you know, some of my friends now calling me and they're like, Oh my god, I understood the feeling you have had for for twenty years. Uh, you know, when they start to go overseas, uh, some of them for the first time, not just travelling, right? I mean for me travelling travelling is boring. I don't I don't like I don't like to travel to watch New Zealand and a cafe somewhere, it's boring to me. I need to be actively involved, right? Uh-huh. Whether it's as a volunteer or with a job, just because it gets me into a community, it gets me into the local culture. So the whole people are say just, you know, this is real life. maybe your last chance to to change and force yourself. It's not gonna be easy. Um, you know, and then we call we talk a lot about in the corporate world of peer to peer mentoring and reverse mentoring so the young people teach uh, you know about everything tech and social to the old people and the old people teach about patience you know and teach about you know how the institution works you know how the, 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 the history plays a part, and 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 teach them about the quality of relationship over a long period of time so basically that's the only thing I I see that some of young people need to hear is that the, 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 because it's so easy to connect to anyone, I mean, look at the, what we're doing, the two of us. It's just, you know, I was calling, connected to actually through LinkedIn to your boss. And now here we are doing a you know, Skype podcast. Yeah. Um, but what I, I see, is it, because it's so easy, the young people don't build long, Relationship over a long time, and this matters, uh, especially in the long term. Look at my example. I mean, my my. uh, So I changed twelve different career, right? Twelve different times. So five years ago, when I when I decided to become a coach and public speaker on happiness, passion, purpose, my first client was uh, the company that hired me. 23 years ago for my first job in Japan was the the, the, the the guy was a young marketing guy at the time in Cartier Tokyo and now he's the head of Cartier for Latin America. Wow. and I was the first guy to hire me we keep in touch you know I have a totally different job than I was doing there right I was working luxury I was a sales guy it's a very different um, universe Wow! but it works and the, the same thing all my clients now Some people I work as a comedian, some people I work in the movie industry, some people I work when I was in finance. And this, I mean, there is no way to to, um, accelerate the trust. Trust is so important. And trust is over time, over conversation, over trying, over doing things together. Um, So if, you know, if that young generation is also going to take time to build the relationship, it's okay to have 3,000 relationships. It's fine. On LinkedIn, Facebook, fine. You're just going to be very busy building each of those relations on time, over time. Which means a phone call from time to time, an email, a text. Even if it's not much, it's just the
0: consistency of your relationship over a long period of time. Uh-huh. Um, okay, so I have two more questions for you if you've got the time. Um, okay, uh, they're pretty quick questions, so uh, the first one would be three ways to create more happiness.
1: Okay. First one is, look at your story. What makes sense? What worked? What didn't work? Go back the last 10 years and look at everything you've done on your personal level and on your professional level. What sticks? What makes change? What what? What makes sense? Sorry. Over time. First thing: look at your story, understand your story, accept your story, and now you can change. But accept that's what happened up to now. Second thing: uh, it's very, very cliché, but surround yourself with the community you want to approach. Let's say you want to be a volunteer in Tanzania. Start to go to everything, you know, uh, going to Tanzania, or the forum, or the final meeting. Just create your community before you actually go on the job, or whatever expense you want to do. And the first thing I would say is, uh, you know, sports. I mean, it's very cliche, but not many French guys will tell you that. It's more an American thing to, to be physical. But I can see, over time, same thing. Uh-huh. my friends were healthy at 40 years old it's because they kept making sports physical exercise a priority mm-hmm. and, oh, and i have and, and not going crazy into a sports because all, all my friends were crazy um, sports addicts when they were 25 like too much addicts at 40 years old they all broken down which means they all hurt everywhere they kept they can't do a real sports. So the key is really something, consistent. You don't need to go seven days, two hours a a, a day to the gym, but maybe if you go three days a week for one hour, but your whole life. That's going to make you happy and happy in the long term.
0: Uh Um, And now for my final question that we always like to ask our guests, um, what would be your three ways to create a more united planet? Oh my God, uh, first of all, that uh, it's mandatory to work and study
1: overseas, mandatory. And I don't care how you pay it, if you have to take a part-time job at 14 years old at the convenience store, so you're ready by 18 years old uh, to travel, whatever think? mandatory uh, to travel overseas. Why? Because once you are overseas, you understand the different boundaries. Again, different tradition. That's the first thing for you to plan The second thing is everyone should learn three languages minimum. I mean, I speak English, obviously, French, Japanese, some Chinese, some Spanish, but really Japanese, English, French. Three languages minimum, anyone else. And the third thing I'd say, uh, you know, I go back to, to your network, it's again created the biggest network with people from different countries right from the start you know you choose five or six countries and you build now okay i'm going to choose i don't know what is it japan France, china u.s and i'm going to
0: build an equal number of people in each of those countries so when the time comes i have an equal network great uh, i'm not sure i could have said that any better but uh Thank you so much for your time. If you have anything else you'd like to add, by all means, uh, this is your time. Thank you. Uh, another thing is good, you know, just uh, just
1: go and try thing and do things and whatever. I don't know. If you want to bring I guess my event stand up for passion to come to your corporation or your university, uh, I'll be happy to come and, and coach storytelling. Um uh, so thank you for, for the opportunity.
0: Yep, thank you so much.
1: Thank you, my pleasure.
2: Have, have a great night. Great night to you, bye. Bye.